Hi, I'm Jory. I play Zeke the fighter, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jesse. I play Sylvie the rogue, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Jolie the cleric, and it's good to be here. Welcome, Welcome to, to Many Realms. at you with his wide expecting eyes curious to hear another tale oh um well i i don't we don't have um and then i think uh nomi interjects and says oh i know i know and she whispers something to hilda who's who snickers and she goes yeah that's a good one yeah and nomi says dad you should tell him the story about pyramus and zeke goes that's not a good story. That's, and then she goes, that's a great story. And then she turns to, uh, she turns to Keel and she says, so when uh, Hilda and I were about 10, I think we were 10, right? And then Hilda goes, yeah. And then Zeke stops and goes, okay, fine. If somebody's going to tell it. And he looks at Keel and he says, okay, well, when the girls were about 10. We flash back about six years ago. We're in Soleil and the sun is still shining. The annual eclipse is around the corner and so while the town is not flooded with bodies and coin yet, it's buzzing with excitement. The sun beats down hot and everyone is out today. We open on a shop. It's cramped and cozy and it's full of love, but not a lot of sleep. A man sweats and toils at the bellows. The fires and sound of iron on steel drown out the giggles and giddy screaming upstairs. Where we'll start, with the daughters of the house. They're playing with their mother's things right now, having um, little mini adventures. They look to be about mm, 10-ish, uh, but I'll let Jory take it from here to describe a little more about Nomi and Hilda and also about their mother. The room that Nomi and Hilda are in is a somewhat abandoned room of the house. Um, it holds uh, adventuring supplies. It holds armor and weaponry that is kept in a case that is locked out of reach of the children because the Winter family know about gun safety. There are, of course, bits and bobs around that the girls can get into. The girl's mother, uh, Vera, has been, can I say she's still missing, maybe? She's not quite confirmed dead. Sure. I know I said soon after his wife passed away here, but that sounds more dramatic to me. 
Sure. All you know is you. My wife. I kill her however I want. Yeah, seriously. Um, All you know is that Vera has been missing for a time, and also that, like, you've you've had to adjust to life without her. I think Zeke is worried. He's anxious, and he's not going to that room. He is, um, for the last few weeks, maybe even months, he's been uh, spending most of his time in the uh, in the shop. Well, the girls are left to their own devices to play around upstairs. And that's how they ended up in Vera's old storage room. Of the girls, Hilda is not maybe the one who um, was like, let's unlock this door and go into this room that dad has not been entering. I think Hilda is a little more nervous about being in here, a little more attuned to like their father's anxieties and also a little bit scared of like the weapons in here so i think she she's maybe been dressing up in some of the clothes more so than playing with the weapons and she has a big piece of armor on that she can barely stand up in and i think she's actually gotten herself stuck she walks over to this piece of armor that's like a little bit shiny a little bit cool looking and she says Nomi, help me grab this. And before Nomi can even look up, she grabs it. And then the weight of it knocks her down under the piece of armor. And she's (laughs) stuck and she's trying to get up and she says, I'm stuck. (laughs) Nomi's a little distracted. Uh, That's not her top priority in this room. She says, um, well, unstick yourself and be quiet about it or dad's going to come up here. But Nomi, I can't move. Well, then just sit there. I'll help you in a minute. She's rifling. I think that this is where we see the beginning of Nomi's fascination with magic. A few weeks ago, she saw a uh, street performer in Soleil that was doing super basic, like, prestidigitation, making coins vanish. He made a flower, like, blossom behind her ear. Not just placed it behind her ear, but it actually blossomed. She could feel the petals brush against her hair. And, you know, kids that age, just, like, she's latched onto it so, so heavily. And she has half memories of her mother telling her stories about her adventures, including stories that involved magic. So she's about 180% certain that there is cool magic (laughs) items somewhere in her mom's old room. All she has to do is find them. She has uh, pulled out a couple of drawers because where Nomi keeps her secret stuff is like behind the drawer after it's pulled out. I know one thing, just gonna get some extra credit here. Jory had in her wagon inventory that Zeke keeps like a bundle of love letters from Vera. And I think that Nomi has just like thoughtlessly like thrown them, you know, a couple of them scattered on the floor, not damaged or anything, but it's like super disrespectful. And she is digging and digging until she finds something. Okay. She's digging through the back behind the drawer, you said. She's, she's searching, she's pulling out drawers. She's like willing to kind of like, again, not break, but dismantle this room because in all the best stories, magic stuff is hidden. And that makes it even better when you find it. The love letters scatter everywhere in the room, like confetti, honestly. A bunch land by Hilda. She's pinned down in this giant <laughs> armor. Um, you can see nearby that it says things on it. To my dearest Vera on the outside. Jesse, could you roll me perception? 
Yeah, I'm a 12-year-old girl, so probably like a plus 20. Well, <laughs> you have a plus zero, but it is just a room that you, in a house that you live in, so... <laughs> That's a six. You maybe miss a lot of the things that might be, like, actually very exciting that your mother has found over her travels, but, you know, a lot of magic items are, like, very mundane looking upon first glance it's Mm -hmm. like this is a magnifying glass and actually it lets you see whatever so you obviously as a 10 year old girl go for the shiniest thing which is a gem you get a little gemstone it glows a little if you put it in the sun at all it'll multiply that nomi is going to bring it over to a patch of sunlight lay it on top of a wooden storage chest she says uh hilda you stupid cow get out of this thing I can't. She grabs the top and says, okay, you pull and I'm going to pull. One, uh, two, three. (laughs) And then I think, no, um, Hilda flies backward and um, knocks into a wall and some stuff clatters down. Yes. So, Hilda, you um, go backwards tumbling into a wall with a shelf above it. Yeah. A bunch of fucking shit falls down that shelf. You gotta clean that up. You know you're gonna be in trouble. No me, dad's gonna kill us. Do you think he heard that? Before you can find out if your dad heard that, you notice this gem is sitting in the light where you put it and it is refracting and um, concentrating just on a spot on the floor, which happens to illuminate a key. (sighs) No me, don't touch that. Why not? You don't know what it is. It's going to get us in key, trouble. It's a key, Hilda. I know exactly what it is. It yeah, and keys stuff. unlocks doors. And behind doors is other stuff that could be bad. Wow. How did I end up with a sister so smart and so lucky? You're such a baby. Come on. You're so mean. It's just, it's not, it's, what does dad say? He says... You shouldn't touch stuff that you don't know what it does. It's irresponsible. <sighs> and he says we have to be responsible when mom's not home. Okay, well, if I go touch it <laughs> and you stay very still on the other end of the room, then one of us is still being responsible. So it averages out. I don't know that that averages great, out perfect. to average. She we runs should... over to the key. No, me, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Naomi and Hilda's relationship gets better as they age, but right now they have very different perspectives. It's usually <laughs> the case with the siblings. Yeah. No. Um, she wants to go and like grab this key. Does she recognize it? She doesn't recognize it, but it has a little blue ribbon on it. I look for something else in the room that also has a blue ribbon on it. There's a chest that has it. Let's do the chest. Um, you flip the top of the chest open. It's really fucking heavy. Um, so heavy that a thud clatters to the floor and you hear Zeke downstairs. Girls, make sure you clean up after yourselves. We will. Dad, no me is... <laughs> um, inside this chest, you find two things. One is a bracelet and one is a scroll. A scroll? Don't, don't look. You love reading. What if it has like history on it? Though I would be locked away. History is to be shared. Exactly. So aren't we doing a good thing, Hilda? Well, you put it that way. What does it say? You don't know what it says. It's in common, Mm -hmm. um, but the words look like gibberish. 
I will be sounding it out Great. unthinkingly. Dabo Vagoru Last Ruby Noob. <laughs> <laughs> no, without, without the simlish. <laughs> I couldn't think of Lorum Ipsum Dolor Sit Amet. A big puff of black smoke. Oh, that's bad. No, me. <laughs> Explodes from the scroll. And usually this oh. is um, half of the spell because you had said half of it. Um, but sticking out of the scroll is a guy's head. Let me out of here. What are you doing? Um, am I in trouble? Um, am I in trouble? Say the rest of the scroll. Say, say, say the, the other things on it. Do you think I'm gonna just be a paper for the rest oh, of it? Oh, I'm life? sorry, I'm sorry. Um, sweetheart, sweet. it's okay, it's okay. Take a deep breath. <sighs> we aren't supposed to talk to strangers. He's in the he's in the paper. I'm in the paper. Why are you in our house? What's your name, little girl? I'm not supposed to tell you that. Dad, no, he's gonna know. Everything's okay. <laughs> Good. It's a normal one to say. What's your dad's name? I shouldn't tell you. you he's breathing in deeply to call after your dad. No, no, no. His name's Zeke. Zeke. Don't, why would you tell good him man. that? Why is good he man. gonna get us in trouble? You what? kids don't seem like you want to be in trouble. I don't want you to be in trouble. You seem trouble, troublesome. No, no, sweetheart. I you just want to get out of the disrespectful to say. Can you send a piece of paper? Say the, say, sweetheart. You love paper. Say the words. Um, um, uh, Kabutops, Scyther, <laughs> Lapras, Hitmonchan. <laughs> Another black puff of smoke comes out. It covers this room. Your dad's gonna be fucking pissed. Because all of his wife's things are now, like, covered in soot. Um, and as it's raining down, uh, you see the rest of this guy. He's standing outside of the paper now, but he's not just a guy fully. He's a satyr. Whew! Thank you, darlings. My name is Pyramus. I'm not usually so rude. I just was a little uncomfortable. Mr. Pyramus, sir, why are you in our house in a scroll? Oh, that's a good question. I don't really know. Last time I checked, I was at home. It sounds like you wanted me here in your home. Do you know our mom? Who? Our mom. She's our mom. Do you know her? I know a lot of moms, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that to children. <laughs> I did. Watch me. Um, he says... He's scheming, looking back and forth between the daughters. You, and he points to Nomi. You look like you like adventure. She really doesn't, Nomi. Tell him you don't. What kind of adventure? Like magic kind? Yeah. No, she hates magic. Do you know magic? magic? And you, you look like you don't like being in trouble with your dad, Zeke. No. I know you guys want me out of your hair. How about you show me a little bit about what fun humans like to have around the city. Anything. I love food, people. I've always wanted to fall in love. Take me around. I'll hop on my back. I don't know how to fall in love. When we want nice food, we go to Tulips. To Tulips it is! No, we don't take him to Tulips. Little horse ride? Quick. What's wrong? We're allowed to walk to Tulips to get bread and fish when Dad's working. It's after, it's after seven. We're not supposed to go to Tulips after seven. It's around the corner. 
He holds his pinky out and he says, promise we'll get bread or fish and bring it back. Will you show me how to do magic? Promise. No, no, don't. She, she can't do magic. What the heck, Arena? Dad says no magic. He starts opening the window. Mm-hmm. And with the thought of the window, Zeke heard that. Zeke's wondering maybe what's going on upstairs. <laughs> and he says, I can hear your dad stirring. So either you're going to come with me or I'm going to cause a lot of chaos in town until you're done. Nomi runs and jumps on Pyramus's back. Nomi! Do you want to get in trouble or not? Uh, with that, Zeke, you come upstairs. Right? I, yeah, I think the, the, the camera shifts perspective as Jory becomes Zeke. <laughs> so, Ze- so yeah, I think what Zeke comes upstairs just in time to see Nomi on, on Pyramus's back and to grab Hilda before they can go. Yeah, so you, yeah, you see just in time, Nomi is on the back of the satyr, um, which honestly, the top half is just like a, a naked man. Like, he's just not, he doesn't have a shirt on. I think we see shirtless men in Soleil. <laughs> yeah, but there's a shirtless men in, man in your house. Um, and he, he hops out of the window and gallops away with your daughter. And they're both chanting, adventure, adventure. Yeah, he wasn't expecting her to run away with a shirtless man for another few years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get up to some hijinks. So we get to Tulip's Tavern. Um, and Pyramid slows down kind of out front and says, so this is a joint, huh? Yeah, but Tulip likes to ask for money for everything. I didn't bring any money. Do you have any money? Oh, money, but you know, we satyrs have a lot of stuff. And then he snaps his fingers and there's the illusion of gold in his hands. She's completely enthralled. Like this is the most incredible thing that's ever happened to her in her entire short life. She would do anything for this man. (laughs) Oh no. I can make money appear. <laughs> You're not old enough to understand the concept of illusion magic. We're f- good to fucking go, baby. They 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 stroll into the bar, kind of like an older brother. He like takes Nomi off of his back and sits her down in a ch- in a chair mm-hmm. nearby. He doesn't need a chair. He's got four legs, I guess. He piles and piles these this illusion of coins into a, a real velvet bag. And he hands it to the server and he says, keep the food coming. What was it? And he points to Nomi. Uh, yeah, could 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 we have the fish and could we have two pots of sauce? And could we have the sweetbread? And and could we have the uh, mushroom stew? Two bowls of the mushroom stew? No, three bowls of the mushroom stew. Four bowls of mushroom stew. Okay, so that guy goes off and Pyramus now looks at Nomi. Can I get your name? Nomi? And he holds his hand out. My name is Pyramus, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. hi. So, yeah. if you don't know my mom, how come you were in the house? Well, I'm, I might know your mom, but you don't seem like you know your mom's name. Um, at 12, you know your mom's name? Yeah, yeah, we have to think about it. Vera? Vera, like red hair, I think. Yeah. Greenish. Green hair, eyes. yeah. Red, green hair <laughs> and with <laughs> eyes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She definitely had eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kid. I, I knew your mom pretty well. Do you know where she is? I don't know where she is. Tell you what, I'll tell you if I know where she is. If you go up to that nice halfling person over there and uh, bring him over here. I, I want to fall in love. I'm ready. I'm ready to feel love, like what real humans feel. You're going to help me. You're like my little sister. Okay. And then once I feel, you know, the full gamut of human emotion, 
then I will be ready to talk about Vera. Uh, is this like a magic thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> um, I'm going to fetch a halfling. Yeah, so at, at the other end of Tulip's Tavern is a halfling minding their own business. Um, they have an eye patch, but they don't somehow don't look so scary. Mm-hmm. They have brown, short cropped hair, um, but not an angry face like many people have in this tavern. They're just, they're actually eating their mushroom stew. I um, stand beside them silently and they don't notice me until I tug on their pant leg quickly to get their attention. Oh. Um, hi, little girl. Hi, my um, brother friend wants to fall in love with you now. Hmm, that doesn't sound right or real. And aren't you the blacksmith's daughter? I I feel like I should be taking you home. No, no, it's my, it just, can you come uh, say hi? They stand up and they walk over the table and they're like, who is this man with you? Like, unless he's your brother or something, I'm taking you home. Yeah, this is my brother, Mr. Pyramus. Mr. Pyramus Winter. Okay, not one to judge. We got four bowls of mushroom stew. Do you want to have a little bit of my bowl? Oh, um, and they look at their bowl and it's done. Sure, that's very nice of you. Pyramus, I'm dying over here. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, well, I can't be both. Do you want me to take over (laughs) halflings? Yes. I am halfling now. <laughs> Unnamed halfling. Pyramus is also dying over here and has never experienced love. Um, is he now? <laughs> he thinks so. Okay. Um, he knows what you're... He's read the books. Some books. Some human books. Human red, red, books. and royal blue. Yeah, human yeah. love books. Um, and knows you're supposed to be doe-eyed at this person. And so he's looking all dreamy at this halfling. And is like, you're... Wonderful. Uh, I'm Jean. I have a wife. Her name is also Jean. <laughs> um, I don't think that she would appreciate um, whatever you're trying to do here, and I'm sorry about that. I have a nephew who is about your age, and his mom is getting pretty antsy. <laughs> do you want me to introduce you to well i guess before i should what do you do for a living salesman okay okay that's that's a respectable career i'll go get him (laughs) (laughs) great pyramid starts crying at nomi i've experienced my first heartbreak he is married that's that's you're crossing off so many things off the list (laughs) he like pinches your little cheeks and is like, thank you, dear Nomi, you know how to cheer me up. And melodramatically goes back to fake sobbing because he's not really that sad. But he thinks he's supposed to be. She finishes her sweet bread and she goes, um, can we go to the harbor now? The harbor? Yeah, I like to watch the ships sometimes at night and they have lanterns and it's really pretty. This sounds like a place where there will be people. Lots Let's of people, go. yeah. Yes. yes. On your back? Yes. Oh. Climbs on and they gallop away. Zeke, who back in time a little bit, has just watched uh, his daughter fly out the window with... Yes. Am I still Hilda? I'm Hilda now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's confusing. It's hard. We're just going to have to keep all There's of that There's a in. lot of characters. Zeke, um, uh, Zeke looks at Hilda and goes, 
what happened in here. It is a mess. Are those, are those my letters? They're covered in soot. Hilda. Um, Dad, am I in trouble? You can tell that she looks terrified. Hilda, you're not in trouble if you tell me everything that happened. Um, we were playing and then I got stuck in an armor and and I think Hilda kind of like is definitely the type to throw Nomi under the bus because oh, yes. was already the troublemaker. And, and she she'd be like, right to do <laughs> Nomi wanted us to play in there and I didn't even think that we should, but I did. And then I got stuck in armor and I was like, Nomi, we should leave, but she didn't want to leave. So I got stuck in the armor so I couldn't stop her. And she she knocked over this like shelf and everything, 100% just her, and she read the <laughs> scroll. And this guy came out and they... and. And, and he said he wants to go on around town and go on an adventure. And I said, no, me don't. And then she said, go. And then I said, no. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then you came upstairs. Okay. Um, I guess we'll have to deal with this room later. Could you tell me if they said anything about where they might go? They definitely either said Tulip's Tavern or the Tulip Garden. <laughs> so like Tulip Gardens. <laughs> Been off screen for 10 episodes, but now is their time to shine. <laughs> no, me no, she's not supposed to go to Tulip's Tavern after seven. Let's go. Um, you go into Tulip's Tavern, there is um, a halfling. Does this halfling live in town? Yes, you know Jean. And you also know their wife, Jean. <laughs> and they have someone younger nearby with them. Um, and they look confused. Uh, door is around. The, the guy who's like taking orders, the waiter, I guess, is like upset and screaming and yelling. Um, and Jean, because they were at that table, um, is insisting they don't know anything. And the waiter's like, well, you have to pay, You're, you were here. Uh, there are, what you know is Nomi's favorite foods at this table. Mushroom stew and sweet bread and extra sauce for it. Uh, I was gonna say I'd go to like the counter or something and talk to whoever's there and ask if they saw my daughter, but. The person at the bar mm -hmm. is actually a friend of yours. Let's say it's it's Ben. It's Ben, wait, um, yeah. It's Ben and in the time of the actual campaign, he's like kind of surly and he mm -hmm. actually also has lost his wife. Oh, we both are all still, still. Pre-losing our wives. <laughs> guys with man. guys with alive wives being friends. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a different man right now. Um, and he's he's a lot softer. He's definitely the Ben that you see in present day with Carla. Mm -hmm. Um and he says, What uh I, I haven't I haven't I haven't seen Nomi, but I just started uh, my shift. Are you how are you doing? <sighs> I'm having a day. I mean, right now I saw my daughter. She was going through uh, Vera's things, and I guess she got into a shifty scroll, and now she's something has taken her. We're trying to find her around town. I hope that they haven't gotten too far. I'm a bit beside myself, Ben. That is a predicament, but I did mean, you know, how are you doing with the. Well, I, we haven't heard anything in a while. She might come back any day. I've still, still uh, just preparing for the, the eclipse. I really don't have time for small talk right now, Ben. I'm sorry. If you don't know where Nomi is, you know. 
uh, if anybody's even mentioned seeing a young girl. Um, Ben looks at you kind of like with pity, which you don't appreciate maybe. No. Uh, but he says, well, I get it. You don't have some time for small talk with me, but. <laughs> old Ben, sad old Ben. <laughs> but, but work around town is uh, you don't have a lot of time for small talk with your daughters. Ben, I don't have time for this. My daughter is missing. <laughs> and then as that's happening, jeans, the jeans, jeans. <laughs> come over and is like, and are like, Zeke. Yes. Well, what? You know, I am a very calm person normally, but your daughter is gallivanting around this town, just getting my nephew's hopes up. They do call <laughs> you the calm jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him! And the nephew uh, is so sad. He's so sad. He had flowers. Oh. He somehow is at like a first date. He's like, a, he's got the tie. He's like, the flowers are wilting so now. Wilting. Yeah. My daughter is 10. And then um, the waiter comes up to you and says, Well, that would explain this. And he's holding a, a handful of mush. Like, it looks like mud. Can somebody please explain to me what is going on here? My daughter is missing. Did you see her? Where is she? I'll tell you where I heard she was going if you pay me my eight silver pieces. That eight this silver is pieces? Not. They're starting to yell at you. They're both. They're both upset. Jean, oh, Jean. Jean. Zeke. Okay, first of all, I will pay. I don't have the money right now. I'm expecting a good eclipse this year. I will pay you back. You know I'm good for it. Jeans, I have no idea. My daughter has run off. I'm looking for her. I'm extremely worried. I do not know where she is or who she is with. Mm. Please tell me if you have a lead for me. Okay, before that, um, just for the paying the tab thing, I'm going to have you roll twice. Once to appeal to the jeans and once to appeal to the waiter. Okay. Five. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so Jean is still pretty upset at you, um, but it seems like the waiter at Tulips Tavern maybe knows you okay. a little bit. Uh, he's he's a little wary, not convinced yet, but he knows where to find you. So he knows you're good for it eventually because you can't run. Um, and so door door is sitting by the door, kind of dozing off almost. Um, and they have like a, you catch this, a little glance, like a little make sure he pays that later glance. Mm-hmm. And the waiter says, your daughter said you wanted to go people watching. I don't know where they do that. Hilda, if you were no me and wanted to go people watching, where would that be? Hilda very sadly says, well, daddy, you would know if you knew where we go, but you don't. <laughs> Jory, <laughs> did you know that your character was a piece of shit, or is this a surprise? She wrote that. She wrote that. I wrote that he's really worried about his wife and has been burying himself in his work. You did say, I think, somewhere that he's like a little neglecting his daughters. Yeah, he throws himself in the work. Like this is the wake up call, right? This is the wake up call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was your laying it on so thick. It's broad strokes. It's good. It's good. We already did the love story. We're doing the bad dad story. This is like liar, liar. <laughs> Um, but she's still a kid, so she doesn't want to guilt you. She just she, wants she, stuff. She just wants stuff. So she says, 
bad, you know. But maybe I'll tell you if I don't have to clean up. Hilda, your sister might be God knows where and you're trying to blackmail me right now? She throws her hands up in the air, her tiny little hands, and is like, fine, whatever, daddy, let's go. Where? Storms out and she starts walking. He follows her. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to cut. Hilda knows her. Hilda knows her sister, so she knows she's going to the pier. But before we get there, we're back with Pyramus and Nomi. And he's pretty, he's actually pretty satisfied, you know, these two stops. (laughs) Right now they're sitting at the edge of the docks. Um, And they're people watching and they did the old coin trick again, so they have some ice cream. I knew it was going to be ice cream. It's always ice cream at the dog. So lacy salt flavor. Pyramus is a bit of a, a bit of a troublemaker. Like, I mean, obviously, but he's also a bit of a dick. So you're people watching and he's a bit a bad influence on Nomi because Nomi's like, I like that guy. Like, I like the way he looks. He has a funny hat. And then Pyramus chimes in with like, yeah, funny, stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> And so Nomi is turning Nomi is turning towards the dark side. There's a bit of a chuckle fest. My soul is curdling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pyramus is Pyramus is like, points to Chorley. What about that one, Nomi? <laughs> she doesn't even know how um uh uh she's, she's a poo-poo face. <laughs> Shit on her! <laughs> oh, wow, that's strong. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he ruffles Nomi on the head. And then, Pyramus points and says, Look at that little dweeb. And Nomi, you recognize him as your bully. Yeah, that's Lester. He said that my hair was done, and then I told him I was going to cast a spell on him, and he said I couldn't cast spells. But I can cast spells because you're going to show me how. Yeah. Yeah, I am going to show you how. Yeah. Well, Nomi, I knew your mother a little bit, and I knew she knew a little bit of magic. <gasps> she did? She did. She passed it down to me? A little. Through the amethyst moons? Uh, <laughs> yes. Your mom loved those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I know you can do this. And well, tell me something about Lester. See, see a big liar face, big dumb liar with ugly shoes? Yeah, I don't know about the. Sh- I think the shoes are fine, but yeah, he uh, left during break and he went to eat a bunch of fruit from the tree, and then he came back late and he told everyone that he was saving a dog. But I didn't sure. eating fruit off the tree. Okay, we'll we'll work with that. You're gonna think you're gonna hold your hands out like a claw, facing up, like just like this, and you're gonna th- and you're gonna think really angry thoughts, and you're gonna focus them in your hand right here, this hand. And roll, Jesse. That's a nine. Nomi can't get it. So he's gonna fake it. Um, Pyramus makes a little tiny flame in her hand for her. <gasps> That's you, kiddo. Damn, this moves. And then he swipes his hand in the air and it goes to Lester's bum. It catches on fire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> And Lester doesn't fucking like that. So he walks over. The fuck did you just do, Winter? That's strong language. <laughs> huh? I, what, I said, 
said if you said about the hair that I was gonna cast a spell on you and I can't cast spells on you, Lester, leave me alone. I think what you mean is, I'm sorry, Lester, I'm gonna do all your homework and all of your class chores for the rest of the year. You're so cool, Lester. No, I'm not gonna do that to you, Lester. It's not fair. Pyramus. And Lester has a, another kid, friend, bully guy, um, and Pyramus is a little shitty guy. He's he's kind of just sitting there like, go away, man. But he's not really doing anything. Uh, Nomi's crying. No, Nomi's crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Zeke, you come to the you come into the scene. Your daughter is crying, and there's a bully over her. And you see her just in time to see this bully shove her into the water. Into the water. Yeah. Uh, Zeke would immediately run over and like scoop her up out of the water. It's, it's like it's off the, deep. Off yeah, the or not deep, but it's like far. It's a like drop. you can't reach her. I can't reach her. Not with your hand. And Lester is acting like an angel now, and he looks at you and says, "Hello, Mr. De Winter." You can you can jump down, but then we will both be down in the water. You know what I mean? Like we're at the bottom of a I pier. I think we established. And people could drown very easily <laughs> yeah. in this particular harbor. No, but I do remember establishing there's some kind of scoopy thing, like well, a long stick. I remember this happening in the second episode. You have to tell me what you're looking for. I am looking for. A long pool stick that I can scoop her up with. I can confidently tell you there's no pool stick. Get fart. This is Eli's cannon. Uh, <laughs> so I look around and I th- see Pyramus. Yeah. And I think I, I, I recognize him. Yeah, you saw him. I walk over to him and say, get my daughter out of there right now, sir. You roll for intimidation. Oh, 17. Stellar. Pyramus looks at you, Zeke. And he studies you for a moment that feels way too long because your fucking daughter is drowning. And he says, you know, I really did know Vera. And by the way, I don't know what the fuck you're looking for, but there's some rope down the dock. Like, you were a magic user. Just teleport her up here. And he's, he's such an asshole. He snaps his fingers. She's not drowning anymore. She is floating, but she's floating just out of your reach. <laughs> I punch him in the face and then I go get my daughter. <laughs> Let's do a contested strength check. Okay. Nine. Ooh. Six. Round one goes to Pyramus. Round one goes to Pyramus. <laughs> Kicks you in the dick. <laughs> um, no, let's just say it doesn't work. She's still floating. He kind of like deflects. Feeling less bolstered, I still go get her. <laughs> so she's just out of your reach. Well, you said there's a rope. So you want to like lasso me? Is what you're saying? I guess. I now I feel like I'm giving you too many uh, rolls, but I'm gonna have you roll again. Okay, what am I rolling? What is that? You know, if we were doing D and D three point five, they'd a use rope ability. That come <laughs> well, we're not. Okay, well it's either <laughs> I think acrobatics or sleight of hand. Y'all know about use rope? <laughs> about okay, I'm going with sleight of hand. Twenty-one, um, effortlessly. Like a, how do you tell me about it? Um, Zeke in a past life was in fact a cowboy. This is not his first rodeo. Okay. Um, or at least he, I guess, knows how to lasso something. He has lassoed before. He uh, effortlessly ties the rope and then hooks it around no, no me and pulls her back in in one smooth motion, grabs her and says. Nomi, what were you thinking following that person? 
What, what are you? Whatever. What were you thinking following a strange person out of the apartment that came out of a scroll? You know better than that. I think she's going to give an answer that's like half an excuse and half kind of like hints at the deeper emotional truth of the situation. She's crying. She's rubbing the tears off her face. And she says, Mr. Pyramus said he would tell me where mom is. Zeke sighs and he says, hopefully mom will be home in the next few days. Please do not follow strange magical beings. You never know what kind of trouble they're going to get you into. You cannot trust that stuff, Nomi. Pyramus wants to stir some shit up. <laughs> He's like, thanks for all of the fun today, Nomi. Maybe next time I see you, I'll tell you exactly where your mom is. And he poofs out of the air. Nomi's standing with her mouth agape. She says, see? He was just talking to get a rise out of us, Nomi. You've been saying a few days for a long time. Hilda says, yeah, at least he has an answer. He says he has an answer. Sometimes, girls, things are not clear. We don't know things. And we have to sit with that not knowing, no matter how uncomfortable or upsetting it may be. The idea of answers or magically knowing where someone might be is comforting, but it's not real. And do not read from magic scrolls again. Well, we're trying our best. You think I can raise her? You think I can raise me? No one's paying attention to us. Are you? No? You didn't even know we were at the pier. Um, Zeke is quiet for a moment and says, you're right. I." Should have come upstairs when I heard that first ruckus. I was focused. She says, no, you should have come upstairs like three weeks ago when mom was gone the first night and then you spent the whole night in the forge and that kid is bullying Nomi because they keep saying that we don't have a mom anymore. Uh, That's savage. That's really mean. <laughs> I think, uh, what was that kid's name? Lester. <laughs> I think Zeke turns around and goes to Lester and says, what have you been saying to my girls? He tries to run away. I grab him by the wrist and I say, Lester, do you want me to tell your mother what you have been saying to my girls? Mr. Winter, my mother's the one who said she doesn't have a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke like, lets him go and walks over to his girls and he grabs both of their hands and he says, okay, let's go home. <laughs> uh, Hilda is crying and clutching onto you. Yeah, same. I think you got one in each arm. Yeah, I take them home. I do not make them clean the room. I make them some tea and I maybe invite them to like, we could have like a game night, which we have not done since <laughs> the mother was there or something like that. We were playing, what did I say? We play horseshoes. horseshoes. Yeah. <laughs> because he can forge the horseshoes. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. I grab, maybe this is the, yeah, I grab the horseshoes <laughs> and pull out the set. For the rest of for the evening. Oh, okay. I feel I see you in a new light, Mr. Zeke. I am uncertain what shade that light is. Well, it, I thought it was a lovely story, Zeke. 
Um, since he's not here to speak for himself, Kiel, I suppose I could tell you how Fabio and I met Paz. Would you like to hear that? Oh, yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Many Realms. If you want to join us for the whole ride across Moon, you can subscribe to our podcast. You can learn more about us by following us on Twitter or Instagram at The Realmcast. Or if you want to support us financially, you can follow us on patreon.com slash many realms. I'll see you next time.